All right, folks. Welcome to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. Again, my name is Mark Morell. I'm one half of the most illustrious tag team in the fucking universe. It's been quite some time since the very last episode that I was on, but I'm back and I'm ready to give you guys some good stuff. One of the things I'm going to get into talking about in this episode is the list of professional wrestlers that died in the year 2020. It's been a crazy year um, of wrestling deaths. A lot might be obscure, but plenty and many of them will in fact have impacted the entire business because of who they were and what they have brought forth to the wrestling industry. So again, like I said, I'm Mark Morell. I'm one half of the most illustrious tag team in the fucking universe multi-universe dark universe and of course the microverse and dark side's favorite podcast and if you're tuning in to us you're listening to us on google podcast apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher podbeam Castbox, deezer tune in and podcast addict my co-host dietrich davis just hit y'all in the heads with another set of episodes, with an episode not too recently, not too long ago, a pretty good one, and um, I know that you guys enjoyed that, where he gave his views on uh, Roman Reigns being the star that Vince McMahon is definitely riding on. Now, he made a lot of valid points on that um, on that podcast right there, especially me because you know I, I'm the biggest anti-Roman Reigns um, <laughs> person on the face of the earth. I'm not a big supporter of Roman Reigns. Never had, never will be. But he is starting to grow on me. Not like a rash, but he's growing on me right about now. But he's definitely doing his thing as the top heel in professional wrestling. So um, I got to give kudos to that. And of course, Dietrich doesn't hit y'all in the head with that one. So that was a damn good one. So please tune in and check that episode. If you missed it, you need to peep it. So that's what I got to say about that. But right now, I'm going to get into 10 of the um, wrestlers that passed away and died in um, 2020. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to run down some backlog of their career, some of their accomplishments, and what they brought to the business and hopefully how um, they will be remembered and they should be remembered in the world of professional wrestling. So the first person on my list is um, the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Smothers. For many of you who are familiar with Tracy Smothers, uh, you know that he was a big star in ECW. In the late 90s, early 2000s right he was a star in the Smoky Mountain Wrestling promotion Tracy has done a lot in his career he was also a star in WCW as one half of the Wild Eyes Southern Boys and he was also a part of the full blooded Italians in ECW with Nunzio aka Guido Big Sal and of course Tommy Rich Tracy Smothers also had a run in the WWF as well in the early 90s. 
along with the Smoky Mountain Wrestling and the USWA Talent Exchange. He held the ECW Tag Team Championships, and he's also held a number, a number of titles, regional championships throughout the uh, wrestling world. But mainly, he was the Grand Slam champion in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which includes the Beat the Champ TV title, the tag belts, um, the Carolina Cup, which was a tribute to the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Tag Team Championship Cup, and the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight title on a number of occasions. Now, when you guys think of the um, full-blooded Italians, you, you might think of that as a... Um, comedy gimmick but um tracy definitely did his thing he was um no one not to mess with in fact um he was the one that got in bradshaw's face and set him straight for what um bradshaw did to blue meanie at the um ecw wwe event at the hammerstein ballroom that was a big deal um tracy smothers you know, set bad Bradshaw straight. The next person, you probably might not have heard of him, but um, his name is Steve Gillespie. Steve Gillespie is enhancement talent or a preliminary uh, wrestler, or for that matter, as we like to call them, these are the carpenters of the wrestling business. You want to learn how to build a star, you got to be a mechanic. You got to be a carpenter. And um, this guy, Steve Gillespie, was one of those guys. You can definitely put him in that ranking as a preliminary guy. Known as Dr. Hannibal in the early 90s, he was used to put guys over like Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and so many others. He was found dead in his car by a heart attack. He was 56 years old pretty young but um gone but not forgotten jesus alfonso huerta escobaz also known as la parka too he was a mass wrestler from the AAA promotion and wrestled under the name la parka too in order to distinguish himself from the original la parka or la park while many wrestlers on this list died due illnesses and natural causes escobar um, passed away from complications caused by the injuries he suffered from being inside the ring. The next person on my list is Joe Laurinaitis. For those of you who might be familiar with the name Laurinaitis, I'm talking about Road Warrior Animal. Road Warrior Animal was one of the most popular wrestlers in the wrestling world a cornerstone of tag team wrestling with his partner hawk known as the legion of doom or the real warriors the team captured tag team titles in the awa the wwf the national wrestling alliance wcw all japan pro wrestling and new japan pro wrestling and everywhere that they went they went on to win titles in fact, when they first came into the National Wrestling Alliance, they won the National Tag Team Championship on their first fucking try. They were very popular with the fans. 
they were both rule breakers and they were here um excuse me rule breakers and heels same business they were both baby faces and they were both heels and they're hall of fame members in damn near every wrestling hall of fame that exists Hawk made his last appearance in the WWE on Raw 1000. It was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame with Hawk and their manager, Paul Ellering, in 2011. He made a surprise appearance in All In in 2018, and he passed away September 22nd, 2020, at the age of 60. He has uh, a son that's playing football right about now. Most notably, his the championships that the... Um, Animal has won. Like I said, they won the National Tag Team Championships of the NWA. They won the International Tag Team Championships. I think they have some World Tag League um, championships from um, All Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, of course, they were multiple-time NWA, WWF, and AWA Tag Team Champions. His last WWE championship was with Heiderreich when they won the tag team belts together. Also, on a side note, for many of you, if you don't know, they also wrestled in the first big WWF World Tag Team title match, challenging Money, Inc. for the tag team belts. And then as uh, Animal went his own way and Hawk went his own way, Hawk went on to go to um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. The team was Sasaki Kinsuke to win the IWGP Tag Team title. And, of course, like I said, Animal um, went on to team with Heidenreich to win the SmackDown Tag Title. Another name on the list is James Harris, a.k.a. Kamala. Before we've known him as the Ugandan giant Kamala, James Sugar Bear Harris was a staple in Georgia Championship Wrestling and all of the regional NWA promotions in the South. He's been all over. And um, before he got the Kamala gimmick, he was um, granted to him by Jerry Lawler. They gave him that gimmick when he wrestled down in um, Continental Wrestling. Um, they did the vignettes of him being the Ugandan giant. They shot it in the backyard of uh, Jerry Jarrett's mansion. It was a big deal. But James Harris has had a notable career in the WWF, known as the Ugandan giant. He's wrestled many of the renowned stars, such as Andre the Giant, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, and most notably The Undertaker in the first ever televised casket match at the Survivor Series in 1992. Prior to his death, Kamala suffered from multiple health issues, issues which caused him to be hospitalized. After testing positive for the coronavirus, he experienced um, complications from diabetes. Kamala died August 9th at the age of 70. His death was acknowledged by the WWE, and many wrestlers have paid tributes for the departed wrestler. Also, one other note, um, one of his operations 
for um, diabetes, Chris Jericho had paid um, his hospital bill. And a couple of other wrestlers had donated money to Kamala. Kamala's also an established singer. He has a an album out. I think you can buy the album out on iTunes somewhere. Or you can order it online. But Kamala does have an album out. And he does have a book out as well. Now this one was pretty shocking. Hannah Kimura. Hannah Kimura was a young star from stardom. Who died prematurely at the age of 22 years old. After committing suicide. As a result of online bullying she received. From viewers of a reality show that she was in. The news of her death drew a lot of attention from many of the top promotions and a lot of the wrestlers that paid a lot of respect to her. The reality show she was featured in, Terrace House, canceled the season. Before her death, Hannah Kimura shared a photo on her Instagram account of her and her cat with the message saying goodbye. Kimura died May 23rd after ingesting hydrogen sulfide. Yeah, this one was a... um. A pretty tough one. And of course, you know, Rocky Soul Man Johnson. Everybody knows who Rocky Johnson is. If you don't know, Rocky Johnson is um, one of the premier wrestlers of the 60s and 70s and 80s. He had gotten a lot of fame in the WWF, winning the world tag team title with... Um, Tony Atlas, the Soul Patrol, they were the first ever African-American to win the Tag Team Championship. This was before Doom winning the Tag Team title. This was before Ron Simmons and Harlem Heat and all these guys, Butch Reed, all these guys wanted the tag belts. Rocky Johnson, Tony Atlas, first black man in the Northeast to win the world tag team title. And of course you know. He is the father of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. One of the biggest stars of professional wrestling. Also he's married into the Samoan dynasty. So. He's like the uncle to a lot of the wrestlers. But. Rest in peace to Tony Atlas. Excuse me, wrong person. To Rocky Soul Man Johnson. Um, that one was a tough one. Shad Gaspar. I want to talk about Shad Gaspar. Oh, actually, before we go back into um, going to Shad, I want to go. I found a little more about Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson was also the first Black Georgia heavyweight champion. He retired in 1991 and was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame along with his father-in-law Peter Maivia in 2008 by The Rock. He died January 15th of the age of 75. And many wrestlers, including The Rock, have paid tribute to Shad Gaspar. Pat Patterson. That was a name I didn't mention, but I need to mention Pat Patterson. He's definitely on the list. For those of you who do know, Pat Patterson passed away two weeks ago. Pat Patterson is the father of the Royal Rumble the creator of the Royal Rumble he was also a top agent in the WWF 
and he was also a part of the booking staff along with Vince McMahon. And Pat Patterson helped create a lot of moments. Pat Patterson was the first referee to main event WrestleMania 1's main event in the tag match with Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff against Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. He was also an announcer and play-by-play guy with Vince McMahon when they would do championship wrestling from uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, Madison Square Garden, you name it. Patterson is an accomplished professional wrestler, winning the AWA Tag Team title and the NWA Tag Team titles with the crippler Ray Stevens. Um, going back to him creating the Royal Rumble, coming up with the concept, and it ended up becoming one of the big events in WWE history. And he was also um, responsible for putting together some of the great, great matches that we've all seen throughout the course of time in the WWF. Most notably, he put together the matches for Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania 17, the Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12, and a whole host of others. Pat Patterson, of course, naturally, everyone knows, was the first ever intercontinental champion. Now, I'm going to break the fourth wall here. Him and Ted DiBiase had a match at the Garden where both the WWF North American Heavyweight Championships and the quote-unquote WWF South American Heavyweight title was on the line. Thus, that became the formation, the real formation of the Intercontinental Heavyweight title. Um, Pat Patterson is the first ever IC champion by unifying both those belts together. Pat Patterson is definitely going to be missed. And like um, Dietrich and many others have stated, um, Pat Patterson had really fought hard to dwell in in the business as a homosexual man. And um, a lot of people thought his name was um, added into the controversies that was going on in the WWE at the time, but he wasn't. Um, So rest in peace to Pat Patterson. If you guys got memories of Pat Patterson, like I know I do, you guys can go to WWE Network. You can tune in and you can see all of the memories of Pat Patterson and everything he brought to the table. Most notably, besides him being a stooge for Vince McMahon during the Attitude Era, and being a hardcore champion, I got to mention that. You can see the um, New York Street fight he had with Sergeant Slaughter from Madison Square Garden. Uh, the number of times that he's defended the IC belt against all the challengers, Snooker, Morocco, um, and a host of others. But mainly, you can see the match with him and Jimmy Snooker. That's available. You can see that. And of course, the boot camp match, I I called it a street fight. I don't know why I call it a street fight. It was a street fight, but the boot camp match between him and Sergeant Slaughter, the two eventual future stooges for Vince McMahon, uh, you got to peep that and see it for yourself. And you can see how much of a mastermind that um, Pat Patterson was and is. And last and certainly but not least, Shad Gaspar, this one was a tough one, guys, because Shad's career was short, 
I personally think that Shad was in WWF, WWE for a cup of coffee. Three years, three, four year run in WWF, or WWE, excuse me. He was a real life hero. He died May 17th after getting caught up in a strong riptide in Venice Beach, California. The rescue team tried to save him, but couldn't. He instructed them to save his son first because his son got swept out in the uh, riptide. And of course, he was one half of the tag team crime time with JTG. And they almost became WWE tag team champions. They had a huge run. Teaming with the likes of DX. Teaming with the likes of the Hurricane. Teaming with the likes of John Cena. Um, most notably, they were feuding with... Um, Trevor Murdoch and um, his tag team partner, Lance Cade. Um, yes, they were feuding for the tag belts on Raw at the time. And... I really thought that if there was the time for them to win those tag belts, it would have been them then at that time. Um, Shad also had a um, career in Hollywood. If you see the movie Girls Trip, Shad Gaspar has a cameo appearance in that as a stripper. Um, he's done a couple other things as well. But most notably, he's also... A, a real true blue hero. In fact, his first heroic act came in 2016 when he prevented a robbery attempt at a gas station in Florida. Gaspar grabbed the suspect's gun and restrained him until the police arrived. Many fans and wrestlers and critics paid tribute to Shad Gaspar and honored him for uploading clips of some of his greatest moments on their social platform. These men and women in the world of professional wrestling has earned a lot and has done a lot to maintain their um their position in the world of wrestling. I really think that um twenty twenty was a pretty crazy year and just by um these men and women losing their lives, it's just been tough. There's been a lot of wrestlers who's lost their lives in 2020. But it just makes me think about what's going on in the world. And you can't help but not to remember what they've done and to keep in acknowledgement what they're doing. So that's pretty much my story on that. Rest in peace to these men and women. Um, you have to look on the hand of guys like um, Shad who made outside contributions to try to make society better. You got to give him props to that. While on the other hand, you have to think of um, Pat Patterson and what he's done for the business. Rocky Johnson and what he's done for the business. LaParka and what he's done for the business. You got to think about that. You also got to think about guys like um, Steve Gillespie as a prelim. You got to think about what Tracy Smothers has done for the business. And you also have to think about how bullying in this um, wrestling world can be such a very bad um, situation in, in the game. 
the fact that this young lady committed suicide because folks didn't like her on a reality show. That's fine. You can like who you like and you can agree to disagree. But you have to give credit where credit is due. Her star was shining just a bit and it could have shined a bit more. And the way that um, stardom has now been looking to make moves in the wrestling world, being owned by New Japan right now, you have a lot of um, a lot of good stuff that this young lady is going to be missing and has missed because of what had happened as far as her career goes. So I will talk to you guys next week, and I'll see you later.